to the Groundwork Podcast, a platform not only focused on the creative, but the processes that make them, them. My name is Joshua, and I'm here with G-Code, and a very special guest of ours right here in the middle, you know what I'm saying, our dog, our friend, our sis, you know what I'm saying, D, what's up, gang? What's up, what's up, gang? <laughs> Pulled up in the Groundwork hoodie like a real one. Yeah, no, I love it. I was like, this is like what I wanted to pull up in. I was like, it's hot, but when I'm out there... When I pulled up, it was like got super breezy, and I was like, "Oh, this Perfect. is nice." And then we are sacking the loft set at a comfortable sixty-three degrees. <laughs> <laughs> it's out Mario. You know what I mean? We are sacking right now. We'll get that out of the way right now, man. You know, it's the team, it's the movement. Go check out what they're doing. Um, they're over at the gallery as well now. Um, check out We Are Sacramento, man. Their whole movement. They got a lot of tight shit going on. And something that they say a lot on their podcast, and something I can start shouting out too, is go check out their channel. I know for sure on um, on Apple podcast if you search we are sacramento um you'll see all 10 11 12 13 podcasts however many they have yeah groundwork podcast um so if you have a podcast check that shit out can i get a little bit of headphone volume i know you asked me before the show and i told you i was good i was lying is it that one i don't know i don't actually know i love you thank you that that's the one right there Ooh, that sounds good (laughs) that's my inner rapper i just need to be loud Uh, but man, here we are, episode 26. What a fucking tight show we got going on here, man. We got Ray Cell behind the camera, which is our episode two guest. You know what I'm saying? If I'm not mistaken, right? Yes. You know what I'm saying? We got D who been rocking fucking for X amount of years now. I don't even know. Two, three, four. We've known you for a while now, right? It's just yeah, kind of crazy. Yeah, it's been a minute. Um, but yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? He said I got to stop explaining the motherfucking podcast. So listen, man. If you ain't tuned in, you just missed it. Look, man. It's three sections. We're going to get to it, man. You know what I mean? Real life. You're going to find out by the end of the show. Yeah, you're going to find out what's going on. Or you in know the mean? middle or something. Yeah, there's a the natural flow to it, man. You yeah, figure it out. Pay attention, man. Uh, look, before we uh, get into it with D, a few things we want to talk about um, just off rip. As always, we want to uh, shout out the motherfucking home team. You know what I'm saying? So shout out motherfucking City Sound Soundbite, shout out Freestyle Fridays, um, shout out the movement, man. Yeah, facts. I was actually going to jump right into it, and then I was like, house cleaning, house cleaning, house cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but let's get into it, man. What we got going on locally, bro? We got a lot of local, local dope shit happening, man. What's up, Chico? Local dope shit. Local dope shit. LDS, dope shit. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I think by the time this comes out, it'll be like the week before uh, 916. So, oh, that's fire. So there's probably going to be like couple of those 916 events that oh. that day because this is supposed to be like first week of september when yeah. we hear this facts um shout out to all the consistent open mics that's kind of what we've been shouting out here um for the last like few episodes you know facts vibe sack is one we know of golden bear golden bear is hella consistent you know rush they, room they fucking up every week <laughs> yep rush room is every hey man you wanna i'm just i'm just i'm just <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just the word Golden Bear, man, Golden Bear. Now it's Golden Bear. We're in the um, California State Fair, the Golden Bear winners. What? Yeah. Yeah. The State Fair Sorry. this year. Oh yeah. Dude, that was fire. So this year was the second year ever the, that the California State Fair had the cannabis exhibit, and so they were hosting their Golden Bear Award winners. So it's like the California State Fair, and then we had like our pineapple in it holding the bears, like cherishing. <laughs> shout out to That's you like, man yeah, come yeah. on hell yeah uh but yeah shout that out man uh i think i already seen the next day party from deuce bigelow hippie life entertainment i think that's september 24th or something like that it's another sunday um but yeah shout out bro uh, Sacktown's finest market um i know you just said we got the yep. you know we're trying to get that vendor slot for that's it the 10th so. that's september 10th 
Yep. If we get going into vendors and shit, you know, there's there's a few every month. I think now, there's that one. There's World's Worst mm-hmm. Expo. I think. Um, but yeah, City's active. Uh, just tune in. You can find something everywhere. Damn near. So. Actually, we were just talking about this just earlier today, right? It's like we're getting to a point to where every day is gonna be something to do. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. So. Yeah. Damn. No more excuses. No more excuses, man. I guess I'll. Yeah, if you have something to do, you're just not outside. Yeah, what's going on, man? <laughs> There's a flyer somewhere. Search up hashtag yeah. Sacramento events. Yeah, like. yeah some of the, some of the, I mean, we can go off the past ones too, because I think together we'll be past by the time we yeah. come out, because they're going to have together their first showcase. Tight. Yep. Um, yeah. We'll have done Freestyle Fridays. We'll have been back. So the next date will probably be sometime in the next two weeks or so. Yeah. So watch out for that one. Yeah. I think that's where I met you guys. That makes sense, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was for sure like the original connection and then fucking, (laughs) yeah. And it's crazy. We just never turn back, you know what I'm saying? It's funny. We very rarely think about where we meet just because so many things progress, you know? I saw you guys and what you guys were doing and like, yeah, I saw and I was like, I want to be a part of that. I want to help them do what they're doing, you know? I was like, this is... Because I remember you guys did, like, a free slice, but outside of Exhale? Yeah, we were doing, um like, during COVID, we were doing, like, packaging because we didn't... We didn't... We weren't allowed to, like, organize on the streets. So we were, like, pre-putting the stuff together there and then going out. That's tight. Yeah, yeah. Hell, yeah. That was the OG, the first one. Yeah, th- those are actually later, and those are actually <laughs> um, really inspired by um, what King Deasy did over at Excel Summer Shop with Ryan as well during their, like, Thanksgiving drive. And so we took a note about how they were doing all, like, the prepackaging, right. and that yeah. was a big wall that we had to figure out how to cross during COVID, because when COVID was really hot, the city didn't want you outside with people. Right. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. didn't want you setting up tents no, and fuck fucking no, being on yeah. the streets. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, how are we going to mitigate this? And that was, that was ended up how it would be. So that's cool that you remember that. Because I think that was really only a few times, and then we were just like, fuck it. We just went back to B Street, and yeah, here we are. <laughs> here we are uh, now. But yeah, tight. Um, speaking on that, shop free slash Fridays. You know what I'm saying? Yep, I know that's we, another, we really that's often, another yeah. event every yeah. other Friday. Yeah, every other Friday outside, <laughs> other Friday. man. Um, whether it's your time, you know what I'm saying, money, resources, love to have you part of it. So slide out. Hell yeah. Well, yeah, man. How about we get into the uh, interview portion now? Yeah, the thick of it. The the thick of it. it. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. I'm with it. I'm definitely with it. Um, look, we we jump past the intro so quick just because we're already just naturally conversational. We obviously know each other a lot off camera. You and Chico yeah. know each other. We all we all are familiar with one another. Um, for the people that don't know, um, for the people that are tuned in, um, could you just let them know kind of who you are, what you do, how long you've been doing it? Just a soft intro from from D for us. Yeah. Let me hear it. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm like smiling and laughing because this is new to me, but it's like a great experience, I feel oh, like. Oh, yeah. I love it. Tight. It's natural. Yeah. yeah. So I'm Dee from Sacramento, but my family is originally from Vietnam. They integrated here about two, not two, 1990. So my mom was the first, like, one of the first women in her family. So I was the first woman girl to be born, on a, you know, as a Vietnamese American. And so, but my family's actually really big. So my mom and dad are both one of 10. And wow. each one of my aunts and uncles have a minimum of three to five kids. And <laughs> 90% of us live here in Sacramento. What is that, like 50 cousins? I have 60 first cousins. Yeah. <laughs> first cousins. We mobbing. We out here. Outside. But that's like my first ever exposure of the power of bringing people together. Mm. Yeah. 
you know what I mean? And that was, like, you know, having a safe place and a safe time to pull up and, like, vibe out with people who love you and got love for you, who going to take care of you, like, that was where it's at, you know? And then, like, growing up, you kind of see the world more and you see, like, and I, I had to learn, like, through high school, I was like, oh, shit, not everybody got a big family like this. <laughs> not everybody could pull up on anybody's house and just, like, be ready to have a plate, you know? Like, it's different. And so I was like, damn, so I started, like, bringing the homies through and, like, pulling out dry stuff. It's like, you know, and that's when you learn the power of chosen family, yeah. you know? And it's like making a place for others. And it's like, yeah, it's good as well. So. I love it, D. Oh, yeah. Well, what do you, um, you know, what yeah, is, what is, the question. No, you didn't miss it. That was a perfect intro. Are you kidding me? That was great. We left them on the seat. You know what I'm saying? We left them cliffhanger. So, but, but we really, we want to know what, what is, what is it that, you know, you're, you find yourself doing during the days? What is it that, um, you know, whether it's, um, you know, a company that you're working with, whether it's your own personal endeavors, because I know you have a lot of things going yeah, on. You know what I'm saying? So, so the best way that I can put it, and I was inspired by Issa Rae's um, show Insecure, a term that she coined in the show was culture curator. Oh, that's so, fire. Yeah. <laughs> Straight fire. That's the title of the episode. It's so fire that I just submitted a resume and I put my name, Diana Huynh. Culture curator, and then my resume. Yeah, that's tight. Fire, tight. Like, <laughs> that's, off the deep that's end. The job, that's yeah. tight. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, it's God. like, wait, what does that mean? Like, what do you do? Right. And it's just like, I, um, well, for, I do two jobs, my mainly day doubles of my income. So I, um, I do accounting for a development firm and SAC. Um, next year will be my 10th year there. That really taught me the power and the concept of building a foundation. When you develop anything, you need to build a foundation or else you cannot build up. Hence, the groundwork being so important. And so, yeah, and so I was like, loving have a job like that straight out of college, I was able to take what I learned and apply it to my life because essentially that's what you want to do, right? right? And so I was able to see that and decide, okay, if I want to build a um, foundation, it's like, what am I building a foundation for? And it's like, um, which is, for me, it felt obvious was my environment and for the environment of people around me, which uh, inspired me to do, um, to work with Humble Root and do um, community outreach and events and just creating safe spaces for people to come together and heal, essentially, be human beings, be able to just breathe together, yeah. you know? And so, um, but, you know, just curating a culture that doesn't really exist yet. It's very new. Right. It's very taboo. People still whisper, like, I do gummy. Yeah. Like, you know? yeah. And it's like their kids are whispering it to me about it, and then they're whispering about it. I was like, y'all could be eating gummies together. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. your mother daughter relationship might help a little bit. I was like, yeah, you know, facts. Like, sometimes my mom, my mom and I are beefing. I was like, mom, let's just smoke this joint real quick, and then we'll talk about it. You know yeah, what I mean? Level and then, yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah, it's like, you know, because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it, dude. So, you're obviously, you know, we're. We kind of talk about cannabis a little bit, basically, in, in that sense. You're obviously very passionate about it. What makes it? What makes you so passionate about that in particular? I absolutely love cannabis. Cannabis has been a part of my life for a long time. <laughs> and um, I genuinely see it as a healing herb and the power that it can be a healing herb to others. Um, and... No, no, no. <laughs> that, that's cool. Yeah, and then just I've seen the power of it both ways, how it can negatively harm someone from 
not being educated enough about it, even whether it's myself that I had to learn the hard way, which are things that, like, I wish I someone could have told me, you know, or just, like, um, but for me in cannabis, I feel like there is a direct correlation between health and so just an overall, as human beings, like, we really do have an issue with health, health care. Our health care system needs help. That's a very obvious thing. We, our healthcare system needs help, and so it's just like, how do we, how do we break that wall? And it's just like starting with conversations with people, and so it makes me passionate about it because I didn't get to have this conversation with like my dad, and he had passed from stage four cancer last year, and it's just like, and he just didn't know about it, and he just didn't trust it because he didn't know about it. He felt like I didn't know about it because I'm not a doctor. But and so, like, that's also what makes it so important for doctors to be educated, to choose not to be ignorant. You went to all this school and did all these things, you know what I mean? And you're choosing to prescribe because you swore an oath to, to help save lives, you know? Like, if yeah. anything, they should be the first ones being frontlining this stuff, not yeah. just the stoners out here. Like, right. not saying that I'm a nobody, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But there are people yeah. who have a bigger power, bigger voice that I do, or bigger credentials. Who can, you know, and so, like, we were talking about the other day, which is, like, I want to be able to influence the influential, right. you know, and just, like, be able to help talk to the people who do have a real voice and power, like, you know, because sometimes there's a ranked on the boats, like, credibility right. when you're making changes in laws, and, you know, and so, like, when a doctor's vote is going to be different from, like, someone who just came out of college, right. you know? Yeah. And so um, I'm really passionate because I want to be able because I, I don't want other people to be afraid to talk about it. More people should be able to not feel pain when they're in those end moments because those end moments are never going to stop. People are never going to get old, stop getting old, and people are never going to stop getting sick, right. you know. And so it's just like, so when I think cannabis now, I like my main thing is hosting events and just talk about it. it but my really my main target is trying to help the older seniors so it's like seniors, veterans, and ill. I think if it was me, if I live in like a utopia and I was like, I could like change anything and like do whatever, it's like I would directly help cannabis education towards like hospitals, um, rehab centers, and the hospice. Yeah. Easy accessibility for all of them. Right. You know, anywhere that you can have a pharmacy. Yeah. yeah, anywhere you could have morphine yeah. or these real heavy end exactly. of life like stage exactly. drugs that for exactly. sure that are prescribed to you. Basically. Exactly. If you can prescribe that, this yeah. should be on the list, and that peop that person prescribing that needs to be just as educated yeah. on said things. You right. Know? And that's what was cool for me too when I had gone to Spain for the golden ticket. Yeah, oh, good. I was lit. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna let you finish, and then I'm gonna ask you about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So when you had gone to Spain for the other day, <laughs> before we ask about that, what? Yeah. Uh, the, the people on there, like those, there's, there's a cannabis, like PhD cannabis scientist. That's part of that fire. Group. Yeah, it's fire to know that there's people out there yeah. really like educating themselves, you know, in that way too, because they understand the power of that. Because and 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 she has it on her bio. She really puts um, education is harm reduction. <laughs> That scared us. We all probably looked over. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but I mean, education is harm reduction is a, a huge, you know, that's like the opposite of ignorance is bliss, right? Yeah, for sure. Exactly. And we are way too advanced in technology, in access to education yeah. and knowledge for us to choose to be ignorant about this. Yeah. Like, come on, let's be real. 
that's cool to know that there are established authorities and knowledges that are coming together to where because then that's right i'm sure that's how like medical journals step. and shit get yeah. established you know what i'm saying is first all the doctors came together and we're like oh we all have this understanding of what's happening like let's yeah. start to document shit and then we can share this knowledge with yeah. future generations you know so hopefully as as time goes on the, the knowledge is more it, understood it and shit. right like you said it's kind of the wild wild west as far as that understanding goes right now yeah. um, i mean it's definitely far from where it was 10 years ago but Definitely the understanding, I think, is still getting across to people. You know? Especially in the way that you're talking about, for sure. Yeah, you know, I have this, like, crazy um, soft spot in my heart for D because I think it's super cool that um, within the, you know, it's it, now even just talking to you the first 10 minutes, it makes sense, right? You have these personal experiences in your life that make you understand the power of, like, you know, people and togetherness. And then you have these other experiences that, that like, make you passionate and understanding of the power of like cannabis and like you know what it can do and then you like put those two things together and this is like the this is the what did we say the culture culture, culture cur- this is the culture yeah. curator right this is <laughs> the, it kind of makes sense as it comes together so i guess um all to ask if that was ever like you know seen was that a part of the plan right are you are you in school saying hey i'm gonna go i'm gonna do this i'm gonna set the foundation like did you already have an understanding of what was going on or, or is this is young d more kind of going through life and learning as it's coming, you know, and neither is a wrong answer. It's a real genuine question. Like just kind of curious how it was in the college up to graduate right after graduation. How'd you end up being yeah, a cultural? Yeah. Curator. How did this, yeah. how did this develop? You know? So I've always been like super community based. I was in key club in high school. You know, and like I started off, I was like um, doing everybody else, like when we were at elementary school, like selling the cookies for like UNICEF and stuff like that. And, um, and then God when I, <laughs> oh. um, but then like when I got to college though, um, I went to UC Merced and so UC Merced at the time was like the newest UC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, it's in the middle of nowhere. There ain't nothing out there except a new UC yeah, yeah. and a bunch of, you know, so it's like college when you're kids. out there, yeah, a bunch of college kids, yeah, so and old like, people usually. yeah, but it's like when you're out there, it's just like, there really ain't nothing to do out there, so you really are just on campus, so it's like, we really had to choose to be creative, yeah. like, that's what the great thing about the pine, being a pioneer is, like, there is no wrong way to do it, you just get to be creative, Yeah. and so we get to, like, build, um, like, organizations together and just, like, build a culture, because that's what the school is trying to build that you know and so like to be a part of that and like to be able to be in a position to like start clubs you know like when I was in high school we started the Vietnamese um, association club and so it's like and then and and so it's like just doing a little bit a little bit but like I didn't learn like the power of just like working with people outside of our circles you know and so like we were always in our little bubbles like I stayed in my school and then I stayed in my thing but like yeah. Now it's just like it's. Well, shit, your bubble was huge. That's <laughs> why. Yeah. That's that's yeah. Yeah. You pull up, you fill a hole with your bubble. That's yeah. crazy. That's fire. Yeah. That's tight, no. though. for sure. If camera's wondering what we're looking at, somebody's like right outside the door. Oh, they're knocking. Yeah. Go ahead and crack the door, Ray. So we'll keep the camera on. Go ahead and crack them. Let them know we're, we're recording what's going on. You got to unlock it right there on the right. Yeah. <laughs> Huh? Groundwork episode twenty six. Do do do. Yeah, like a yeah. motherfucker going back, man. You know what I'm saying? Abracadabra, the spot change. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Poof. We have CSSB. 
Uh, yeah, man, it's the movement. You know who here with D? What's up? Thank you for welcoming your safe space, you guys. Yes, yeah, I love it, dude. <laughs> this is fucking tight, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's the first time you guys have seen both locations in one podcast. <laughs> That's how that shit goes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know. Yeah, man, real organic shit. Um, let's get right back into it. You know what I'm saying? Let's get right back into it. Yeah. Um, I know that we were uh, talking a lot about kind of your processes and how you got into. Um, the cultural curators. Yes. Cultural curator. Yeah. Culture, culture yeah. curation. And I know we have like an emphasis on weed. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm D, D from Sacramento. Um, I started smoking, I'll be honest, um, when I was in, I was 16, I was in high school. I don't know. We, we don't have to put that part in there, yeah. but that's just, I'm going to just be honest. That's it's just when there. I started, <laughs> yeah. you know, when I was in high school, um, I, there's just me and my siblings at home. So both of my parents lived out of state. And so, so my siblings and I, so we're like, our house was like where the homies would come over. Anybody get kick it, you know what I mean? Like our house was like that safe space. So it's just like, yeah. so we just happened to be, you know, experimenting things, trying things out like weed. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, and, but it's like, I started smoking and then, but like at the time I was going to, about to go to college mm -hmm. and, um, I had a, my partner, he did not, was not about it. Like he was like about to go to school to be a doctor. He was like, right. no, nah, I'm weed. I'm not smoking weed. Like that's not like, you know, my thing. And you shouldn't be doing it. Like you shouldn't be smoking. I was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> like I'm a, I'm a challenge that, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm a challenge that like, but I kept doing me and like kept doing them. We ended up going to college together and he started smoking. And he was like, and he was stressed because, like, yeah, going to school to be a doctor yeah. is stressful. Yeah. Man, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah pre-med, pre yeah, all stressful. All levels, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. And so what did help him de-stress? Smoking weed with the homies. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, smoking uh -huh. weed with the homies is it. And so, like, we started smoking together. And, of course, you know, we, we smoke with other people. Everyone's in a stress environment. Most of these people here, we left our homes, you know, to go find a space to gain knowledge, to build back or take somewhere else to build said place that you go to or wherever it may be, yeah. you know, and that's the beauty of education or getting education. And so like, but we are limited to the education offered to said establishment so like whenever you know when at least when i was going to school like um this is like early time when we're, we're the early age of the internet you know what i mean yeah. but um i started smoking a lot and just seeing the effect on helping people how it brings people together um, our house in school too like our house the first house that i was like that was the first time i was like smoking in the house <laughs> <laughs> i was like you know what i mean i'm just yeah, like yeah, yeah. i was like we out here going to school we got our <laughs> bread like we paying this rent like i'm gonna do what i want you know what i mean like you literally cannot tell me shit like my mom told me like yeah. when you do get x y and z you can do whatever you want and I'm like this is my whatever i want yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna smoke in the spot yeah. that I in my for. living room, yeah, yeah. in Lonely. my living room, <laughs> my bong is the centerpiece yeah. of the living room, right. like counter, like you know, and it was like yeah. dope that I had roommates. Like my girls were like hella chill about it, and they allowed me to do that because like when you have roommates, you do have to yeah. get everybody on the same page. It's like I'm thankful that you know my girls were down, it's like they were smoking <laughs> with me. If not, they're like it's good. But, like I'll sit with you. Yeah, you know, like having that person just like sitting there with you, like just. You know, it's yeah. cool. It's a good, it's a great experience. And so, like, my partner, when I had lost him, he um, he had passed in his first year of medical school Damn. in a motorcycle accident. 
And so when I had lost him, I was going through my stages of grief. And mm -hmm. if anybody knows grief, it's really hard. Yeah. And so weed, it's like what it says. Life it gets saving. you high. It lifts you up. It just, you know, when you feel that weight, it just helps you lift that weight. And so and so, so it's like going through my days, it's just like I was trying to find like the common denominators, you know, it's like because like with the groundwork, you kind of have to find the common denominator because success is found in our daily habits. Right. Yeah. Right. So I was like, all right, what's helping me get up and continue to go about my yeah. days? Because it's like because no matter what we do, anybody doing here today, we're all going to wake up. And we have our like certain things that we have to do before we even go out the door, yeah. you know, and continuing to build that list of like good habits, you know, or just helping me just like or doing things. I found like weed was a part of that. And, and I thought I was just like, I wonder, like, how many more people could be helped by it in that way? You yes. know, and it's like as I was going through, it's like it was hard for me to connect with other people because I was going through my own thing. And I was like, but, and like, it's hard to talk about because it's a hard topic. And yeah. so the common thing that I found amongst, regardless who I was with, or who was there around me, like, we can just smoke, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it, get, it helped build that barrier to just still connect and like be there for someone. They were able to be there for me. And like, even like people who are like closet smokers, they're like, you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna smoke with you right now. And they're like, and they can see the power <laughs> of just like connecting in that way firsthand, you know? And like, even like just, it started with my family, especially, you know, start everyone. It starts with your own household and it's like, um, after that, his parents, because they were, like, super not about it. They were, like, they were Catholic. They were, like, no. Like, but then <laughs> they saw, like, how it affected me. And so, like, never do we ever think that we would ever have it around them. And now they're, like, open about it. You know, just seeing mind shift changes and stuff, like, made me really want to be a part of it and find foundations and platforms that help me do that. You know, which brings me to Pineapple Fan, which brought me to you guys. Nice. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's so many things. Yeah. But yeah, and that's, yeah. So like doing events, I was like, this is a really cool way. Just getting everybody together and just like, we are like, you know, just kicking in, just like healing each other just by being around each other, right. you know, just enjoying life, breath, yeah. earth, life. fire. Yeah. <laughs> I want to I ask, um, this is something that we for sure deal with at the studio and something that. Um, just to, to kind of hear your perspective on, I think will be, be super cool. Um, but you know, we often talk about the time that is spent smoking socially, kind of to what you're speaking to and, and the kind of slippery slope of, you know, in between it being an engaging, uh, moment conversation, um, you know, bonding moment to it being those two, three, four hour, um, sessions about UFOs in the sky, right? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so just, I um, mean, you know, obviously kind of being funny, obviously that's the extreme, but you know what I'm saying? I mean, those real far-fetched, you know, we smoke, it was supposed to be a 15 minute session. Now you're in the back for an hour and a half because you're talking about your life or you're talking about those things, which, you know, I also hear you in saying that those are sometimes important moments and that's why those things are supposed to be spoke, spoken to and spoken about. Um, but just about kind of striking that balance and just kind of curious if, if that's ever something that has been a problem to you or if everything, or if anything, it's, if it's ever been anything that you had to strike balance in as far as like, you know, there's going to be times where I'm going to say no, or there's going to be times where I know I'm going to go outside, I'm going to smoke half the joint and then put it out and we're going to have the share of the experience, but we're not going to go fucking spend two hours out there. I mean, just, just any of that, just if you could speak on any of the kind of time balance relationship with 
the social side of smoking with also the important parts of engaging, um, you know, in it with your family and friends and people that do benefit from it. Yeah. Hell yeah. There's definitely, you de I definitely had to learn my balance as <laughs> I, well, you know, as before I came into the industry and, and more than I'm in it. Yeah. Like you really, I had to learn my, my boundaries and I had to learn when I had to learn my own, um, I call, like to call them sweet spots. You know, yeah. it's like sometimes if I'm, I'm learned how to not be afraid to say, no, thank you. I'm good. Yeah. You know, or like being afraid to like step away because you feel like it's going to feel some type of way. Like, you know, um, but there are times where I'm just like <laughs> in there and people are just <laughs> being me like right now. I'm like just being super high. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Time balance. balance. How Time do you ba balance it? Yeah. 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 That's kind of how do you um, balance, um, you know, those two hour sessions with those fucking times where you say no and kind of like, what do you. Or where you might have to say no because yeah. maybe you got shit to do or something. Yeah. 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 Um, back to just daily habits. It also is like routines, you know, allowing yourself saying, okay, self rules for myself. It's <laughs> like, okay, if I know that I have to wake up super early. I'm not going to smoke at this time, you know, and that can also be like at work too. It's like, if I know I have to be somewhere and I have a responsibility, mm -hmm. then I need to be able to know how to navigate myself back. Someone actually just asked this to me. I was at a pop-up at OSAC and someone said, my husband, like, how do I, how do, how do we know when it's too much? And how do we, how do I, how do I, how does he know when to like, yeah, to like not, you know? I cannot do it or when to right, really indulge. Right, right. Right. And so, um, and that's, I think the balance of, of doing the experience yourself too. Right. And me, sorry, I'm being really high right now. No, I mean, you're, you're for sure. <laughs> that's, so that's a lot of control. That yeah. sounds like a lot of control. Yeah, right I was, was going to say, okay, so D's disciplined. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I got designated time. Yeah. yeah I if said, I ain't oh, doing shit. it, I ain't doing it. And, yeah. But, but that's, that's tight. And for sure, obviously something that's developed over time and, and, um, you know, it was super funny. It makes me think that 16-year-old D might have been just riding around smoking dumb joints to the face, hella bone rips, <laughs> never saying no, always getting high. Oh, yeah, no, I probably still am like that right now. I'm so, so I'm saying, like, I'm still figuring out that answer because I'm still finding my balance. Sure, right. Because, yeah, I for sure am around it all the time. And just, like, um, like for now, we just moved to our smaller office, so we are, like, our private office, so we can smoke. Yeah. So I like having to, just learning how to be like, you know what, like, I'm good on that pass right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> Me sure. and learning to like um direct questions and just yeah. and yeah 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 doubt. but the bottom line too and i always remember is like our well-being is the most important part you know when you are put into a situation where like if you're in a really long conversation and it's like you like have to go to the restroom or something or have to leave <laughs> yeah. you have to exit you know just like it's okay to go you know, yeah. learn telling yourself. Give yourself some grace. Yeah, not being afraid to have conversations, or it's like yeah. it's not have conversations, but tell yourself. Yeah, like, that little amount of conflict that people are afraid of to be like, I got to get up real quick. Yeah, sorry yeah. guys. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, it's facts. What uh, what uh, um, what did you mean by um, leading <laughs> questions or directing questions? Can you talk about that? What's that mean? Like, whenever I'm talking to like my little sisters mm -hmm. um, and they like my sisters can just started middle school. They just started seventh grade. Right. Yeah. It's really cool watching them grow. <laughs> I love watching them grow. So they're like, they're going to, my sister got into um, 
Uh, she has these classes. She's just like, oh, fuck, I got in theater. I got in PE. Like, I don't want to be in there. Like, it's embarrassing, you know? <laughs> and and I would, and then so instead of letting her go going down that rabbit hole, I'm going to ask her just direct her. I'm just like, right. yeah, I was like being able to direct to a positive thought, thought to it. And it's like, right. you don't be open to it. It's like, you never know. I think maybe you're just scared because you haven't experienced yet. I was like, go in tomorrow. N- you know, thinking like you can learn something. And she came back. She's like, "Yo, this is actually kind of fun," <laughs> you know. And she's just like, "Hey, this is actually kind of cool," you yeah. know. Yeah. And that, that just directing, just helping people direct their own thoughts because that's what we all do. At the end of the day, yeah. we are all in our own head trying to direct our own thoughts and like helping people direct yeah. their thoughts is like you know it's it's really powerful. Yeah, and sure. knowing how to teach people how to be proactive versus reactive with their thoughts. Working on it. Yeah, and like I catch myself too. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't have it figured out. Like, yeah, but I'm yeah. like, I, I'm aware of it. Yeah. But like, but just knowing it too, and being able to redirect that, it's like, and, and it can change a whole motion. Sure. You know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I thought that was a cool thing to even say. Just because I don't feel like, I feel like people don't even think hard enough to even be like, oh, I can direct. No. My thoughts and other people's thoughts. Like that's people a, don't even get to that point. <laughs> that's a telltale sign of just a natural leader, right? I mean, that's somebody who just realizes their their influence. You know what I'm saying, and their ability to lead people, even in even in like a, a blind light, where like people, right? We've had these conversations with people where they don't even know that they're leaders. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and it's like, mm, well, a lot of times people that are lead, a lot of times the leaders have been leading from before when they knew they yeah, were yeah. leaders. Mm. You, know, you know what I'm saying? So, so there's, there's two very the different position. mindsets, you know what I'm saying? And it, and it's just, yeah, it's a super bizarre thing to, to think about. So super cool shit. No, you know I saying? love that. That, that, that exact concept is really huge. Like people don't realize how, shine, how bright they shine. You know, yeah, some yeah. people don't, <laughs> they don't realize. And that's why I think it's so important to tell people, you know, some, cause then when you tell them and that you see it in them, it helps them see it in themselves. Definitely. And that's why I love to be vocal about telling people like, yo, what you're doing is dope. Yep. <laughs> you know, sounds like that coach Carter quote <laughs> or well, he, he was quoting whatever the, what he said, whatever he was quoting or what was it? Oh, it was, um, he asked bro, it was a troublemaking kid. He like fucking kicked him out the first day and he, he was like, um, what's your biggest fear? And then, and then bro was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Cause he's already a troublemaker. He's already like yeah. not fucking with bro. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't got no fear. I fear God. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. said, yeah, yeah. You know, he's yeah. looking at him like you dumb fuck. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, and then at the end of the movie or like closer to the end, he gets up and unprompted and he like tells him, he's like, our biggest fear isn't, um, I don't, the whole quote is, is kind of long, but he just basically said like the biggest fear isn't, um, like anything outside, it's like our <laughs> own light. So you go through your life, like you said, dimming your own stuff, and it doesn't do anything for you or everybody else. the The point of the quote is so that you're supposed to um, express that so that it could help you, but also so that it could help encourage others to right. exactly. bring their light. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? You never know who the next motherfucking Einstein is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and if he feels yeah. like what he's doing isn't being accepted or perpetuated regardless of what that perspective is right right nobody should be doing anything just to please anybody but the yeah. idea of you know, there's like a those like subtle affirmations are heavy yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. they go really far for i think a lot of people regardless of if they know it or not for sure yeah, yeah. it's a disrespectful 
for us to not be at our full potential for all the people that believe in us. Yeah, bro. They're, that's tight. G Cruz, and shout out Gabriel. He got a sign in the CS studio, and it says, the world needs who you were made to be. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? And I think that's like the same like, kind yeah, of, that's a, you know what I mean? Like That's what the quote is about to you. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. Facts. I should. That was what it, that was what it was too. Where it's like um, you don't do it for like pleasing yourself, but that's like what it implies too. Is that like it's it's you following your light? Like yeah. that implies you doing it, and that helps people yourself. follow yeah. their light. Yeah. 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 Not like another, yeah. not some outside sources shit. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. It's yeah. like I see our whole community as like a moving clock and different pieces. You know what I mean? Like different shapes, but moving at different times. It's like yep. we're all just a piece happening together all at once which is insane (laughs) super insane it's so insane like what super crazy super crazy the synchronicity is yeah um i don't know how much um you uh want to talk on this right now or how much you're able to talk about and stuff but just kind of speaking to you know i know that you're um kind of getting involved with kind of like amplifying your voice just like in general you know what i'm saying and um I think that a lot of people don't even know things like that are like in the realm of possibilities. I mean, I even heard somebody recently in our community that was talking about, you know, popping up to, um, it was actually Mike, um, popping up to like city council meetings. Yep. <coughs> They're like trying to press the light right in. So, um, and it's funny cause talking to you right in the past few mm-hmm. weeks and stuff and f- past couple months and what we've talked about, it's like, um, it kind of feels like that amplified. So, um, you know, you don't have to speak to like the specifics and stuff, but just kind of how, how realizing that your voice is important and, and how really just leaning into it and saying like, Hey, if, if this is going to, going to work like this and, and my voice can be put, you know, somewhere out loud, then, then fuck it. I'm gonna get behind it and not be scared and, and kind of jump. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, that's, I guess that's the setup. I don't yeah, know if you got no, anything, yeah. I, for a long time, I like wasn't down with like politics. I just like, wasn't ever really interested in it. And I did learn, like, you know, in order to have a say about the conversation, you have to talk about it to the people having the conversations. And so a lot of people are, like, who work for, like, government and stuff like that have to whisper and stuff, so they're afraid to talk about it with, like, officials and stuff like that. And so those officials don't really have those conversations. So it's really empowering to have those conversations with and not be afraid. And, like, even if they don't like talking about it, like, you make them think about it, Right. you know? And so choosing to be in that space is important. So when I backtrack, when I was in high school, I had wrote in my, like, capsule that my goal, like, my 10-year goal is to help create an environment that allows its members to grow. And I've always had this vision to just, like, you know, build this world around me, this safe world around me. And so now seeing what I think everybody needs, and connecting it with the actual people who are really just regular people. That's also what I learned the closer I got to meeting like the city officials. They are all just regular people too, whether just, you know, a mom or a pop or they just worked at the school board or whatever, you know. But like someone just needed to step up and, and say what people need to say. And so there there are all these levels to it. And so like I felt that with my family with my work and my like environment around me so it's like and I start common denominators and like thinking hearing things when people say things like oh wow that's I never heard that you know or like oh that's a really interesting thing so like continuing to pay attention to those little things and continuing to vocalize things like that that need to be said 
and you just never know, you know, because everyone's doing their piece of that, that. That just might be my little piece. That might be that little thing that I'm doing my ripple, you know what I mean? And then just bridging it to other people. So maybe just, boop, boop. Yeah. you know, you never know who you're going to inspire, or who's listening or how they're going to hear what you're saying. And it's going to affect how they think about things later on, you know? Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Tight. Yeah. Should we said something just like that as far as just like, you never know who's listening, you know? And I think it was in a totally different um light but it's like when you talk about common denominator super tight because it's the same concept yeah it's like yeah you just never know you know what i'm saying these microphones work so do people's speakers (laughs) you know it's crazy yeah you never know who's watching listening and who you're gonna inspire and that's why you guys do stuff like this which is fire (laughs) appreciate you you too you hear me yeah yeah man a little bit yeah yeah. were you gonna ask it might be the same question but i was about to just throw flowers and i was gonna throw flowers and be like these just been sliding up to free slash fridays for shit man i can't yeah i couldn't years i don't know hell long gang hell long every other week you know what i'm saying if she ain't there for the whole event she's dropping off bags she's bringing her homies here's a fucking pop-up here's a canopy you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it'd be up. It'd be up. She was blitzing Sean that one day. Yeah, it was yeah. actually like two you weeks after. Shade. Yeah, no, nah, and then two I'm weeks after. Too, but yeah, in the group that she's like, else. definitely take out the canopies this yeah. time. <laughs> Please help y'all help yeah, everybody. Yeah. No, but we like there you. wouldn't be a spot for me to pull up on had you guys had not done that and put that in motion. You know what I mean? Like me, like I just love pulling up and helping support people who are active and doing things too, which inspired me to do things as well. That my people own can little, pull up to. Right, exactly. Right. Having somebody Lucky. to pull up. Exactly. And so it's just like, that's what you guys inspired me Appreciate to like do donation drives, to collect. I was like, yo, if I, if I can, I have, a, I have a place to bring it. I have a, we can literally put clothes on people's backs. Yeah. Like that's crazy, y'all. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like and like we talked about it before too. It's like I had always wanted to do it, but I never really felt safe enough to do it. And you guys created that little safe space for me. Like even if it was just a little nook spot, yeah. you know, off the streets <laughs> yeah. or Broadway yeah. or North yeah, Beach, you know lit. what I mean? Yeah. You know, so it's like it's like exactly and it's yeah. like and like for me to be able to vocalize that I'm that I have this access, you know, that I can do this, that I am doing this and sharing it to my network. Yeah. And I just post it and I never know who's going to tell me or what they have or, yeah. you know what I mean? And we see some cool stuff. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some yeah. shoes. Yeah. 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 Hell yeah. You never know. Merch what, line. You never know what <laughs> he's going to pull up with talking about. Yeah. yeah well, so-and-so yeah. gave me this. Give me 10. And here we are. Here, you know, yeah. that's just cool. Sometimes, and you know what, man, can't even take away. There's also a lot of, tight in-house stuff that I know HR has provided in the past as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's really been a crazy development of just how the whole event has played out. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. shout out D for fucking really being one of those core motherfucking members that has really helped build that shit out and really just perpetuate it. You know what I'm saying? Real perpetuator like you're yeah. talking about. No perpetuator. cap. Built yeah. out. Yeah. Cultural curator. Yeah, we're all cultural, cultural curators, curator. you guys. This whole that shit's so that's tight. tight. Like, yeah, yeah. Just make a name tag and everyone yeah. is wearing. You need a fucking tat. <laughs> you need that shit. Okay, cultural yeah. curators yeah, yeah, yeah. and shit. I was thinking more like <laughs> under the eye. Yeah. Okay, okay, maybe the eyelids. You go around it. Oh, that's worse. Every time you, it's not gonna fit. Well, that's that's what's fun about it too. That's what's fun about being in the industry too. It is really new, you know. It's like we get it's a it's a blank canvas. So it's like, what kind of culture do we want to create? 
And so it's like I love going to other people's events and seeing, like, you know, finding common denominators of things that are like dope that we want people to continue doing or continue having yeah. and just putting it all together. Yeah. And it's just it's all, and being in Sacramento because we're the capital. This yeah. is where shit happens. Yeah. You know, nine one six days about to happen. Like <laughs> yeah. we about to be Sacramento proud. <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. like <clears throat> even on the on the less pretty side of things for the innovators. I feel like, and you're a big part of this with being um, some of the first on the wall, just with um, an assortment of different types of events that are happening in the city, and just a whole bunch of different things that are going on. I definitely feel like, as those walls continue to get broken down, and those and those individuals like yourselves and and like ourselves are willing to really go through them and just take a little bit of that extra blunt force, you know what I'm saying? Then all of a sudden, the 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 slew of people that fucking follows through those holes that you fucking smash through is just, you know what I'm saying? Is is I mean. Obviously, we haven't encountered it here, but when you look at the fucking L.A.s, the Detroit's, the fucking we've talked about it before on the show, just all these super cities, it's like that shit comes from somewhere. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. That that, perpet- that start culture somewhere. starts somewhere exactly. before there's just this whole belief <laughs> in what's happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where people are like, I'm going to go to Houston yeah. and make fucking this type of Atlanta. music. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go to Atlanta. I'm going to go to L.A. I'm going to go whatever it may be. You know what I'm saying? There's there's things that lead up to that type of stuff, and and it's definitely, you know. It's happening right now. I feel like we're definitely at the forefront of that. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People, like my friends from like college and stuff, they're like, yeah, I would have never gone to Sacramento, but you know, <laughs> I'm here out here. Like, never thought about going here. They're like, Sacramento is what, Sacramento's whatever. And they're like, no, Sacramento's actually lit. There's some great people out here. And I'm like, yes, there are. There are some amazing people that are brewed out here in Sacramento. Yeah. So many creatives. And it, it's like, I keep meeting more people. And it's just like, and we when we work together, yeah. That's what's amazing. Like we were talking yes. about like breaking the barriers and stuff like that. Man. There's so many things. Yeah. Are. But like there's a lot of hoops that we do have to jump through. Yeah. A lot of hoops that we do have to play. Yeah. And so I read this sign of this like on a skyscraper in LA. It says, <laughs> play the game, then change it forever. Yeah. Play the game to change the game. We're trying <laughs> to put up eighty two. <laughs> Yeah. And like so, that's what's really cool about meeting people from like the DCC. That's the Department of Cannabis Control. Mm. They control like you know all the cannabis policies throughout California. And I met some people who weren't even familiar with like they don't even consume. They don't know about flour, the effects of it. And it's like not to their fault, you know, but yeah. to I want to continue educating. So and so building that connection with them, and they came by. Um, us our facilities and just like you know and we got to have the conversation like you guys are doing it the right way we want it to be like this like we want to do more events to just counsel people to how to do it right you know and so yeah it's just like we're like there is no blueprint so we're helping build the blueprint like as the guinea pigs right right yeah so it's really fun just like yeah yeah. it's a little bloody but fuck it it is there was (laughs) someone said there was someone said a thing they said um First one through the door is the one the with the bloody nose. Yeah. The one with okay. the bloody nose. That's but you know what do. I mean? Somebody got to do it, right? Yeah. Somebody got to bust that door. And when you're in the room, most of the people in the room could recognize the motherfucker with the bloody nose. Yeah. They're going to look around and be like, oh, buddy. Yeah. Slid through. We get even grimy. We just <laughs> say the first one through the walls is always the bloodiest. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> got yeah. shoulders yeah. tore back. You know what I'm saying? Face all bloodied <laughs> up. You know what I mean? Look, you're ugly. fucked. He looked ugly. You know what I'm saying? But but uh, buddy and buddy behind him, yeah they coming through a fresh her, yeah they coming through a fresh uh, fresh they look fresh, good fresh hole and they shit, look yeah. good 
ready to work. You know Popped what I'm out. saying? Yeah, man. It's um, it's really tight. It's definitely, definitely really tight to see. Um, I think that you're in an industry that it's obviously has probably some of the biggest fucking um, pushback. You know what I'm saying? And lashback. Um, hopefully we we see kind of the 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 downfall of that over the next fucking 10, 15, 20 years is that older generation that you're still selflessly trying to help. You know what I'm saying? Which is so crazy because you, you, and I don't want to just put all cannabis people in a box, but I, I definitely have heard that, you know, this older generation is definitely the barrier. You know what I mean? These are the people that are really making it hard for the people that really understand what's going on to really push this into like a main market type of situation. You know what I'm saying? So, um, shout out to you again, some more flowers, you know what I'm saying? You were just <laughs> yeah. talking about earlier, you were just talking about the first location, talking yeah. about these are specifically, you know what I mean? The veterans, the seniors, the people that can yeah. benefit from it that don't understand, mm-hmm. um, you know, the people that are sitting there yelling, let's not do that. Right. And like, it's like education is harm reduction, you know, and yeah. we can't just wait for all of them to die off. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't even want we, That sounds crazy, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. But that's what people are like that's saying. That's what people do. That's yeah, what that's they're what thinking. I'm like, sure. no. Sure. We're not doing that. Boomers. Yeah. We need them. You know what I mean? We all need one another. Let's uh, figure it out. Like, there's somebody in the comments trying to like, fuck that. I don't need nobody. <laughs> fuck the boomers. Yeah, yeah, come on, man. Come that's, on, man. That's what people need to realize too. Is like we need each other. We it's Talk mutual. It. Mutual support will get us so far. Just working together. Yeah. Just collaborating being like instead of thinking as like we always say instead of thinking as um competitors they're co-competitors oh yeah you know we're all yeah. serving the same people doing finding our our mission just to help the people and serve our people it's like man do it together those fuckers be stubborn though <laughs> yeah yeah they do you know and and you know it's funny because i feel like in in our industry we almost have the opposite effect not as heavy not because they're the barrier but because the the level of understanding and and who really drives the the industry you know what i'm saying um is is the younger generation so you see like these 16 17 that's perfect you see 16 17 18 19 year old uh, people you know that are doing music that are that are a totally different lane something that we may be like yeah what the fuck is this you know what i'm saying but but that's just because we don't understand it's also you know yeah, I mean? it's also because the genre is only 50 right. years old so right it's like and it evolves and there's yeah. so many it's so saturated there's so many consumers you know what i'm saying that 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 can be hot and successful and be a whole lane and it doesn't mean that we have to fucking yeah do like the same it thing. you know what i'm saying right. like so replicate it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah it's just very interesting to see the contrast and like yeah man you're dealing with the boomers and we're dealing with the fucking tiktokers <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we deal with all levels. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but they're you're in, right though. There in is all a, industries though too. Yeah, the, but there is a whole level of like youth. You yes. know, people just trying to like yeah. figure it out too. Because we yeah. have the youth for cannabis too. You know, yeah. like especially true. Everyone, yeah, we have um like. Um, the medical ones who start from 18 years old. Yeah, that's a that would have been me. If I was, I, if I was 18 right now, I'm like, fuck it, I'm not yeah. waiting till 21. I was just about to. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say like um at like this specific age that we're at and shit like that. Like um, it's it's becoming that there's a there's now a, a younger you know an 18 year old you know what I'm saying so who we think is the youth is not even the youth anymore. Like yeah. that's already been pass you're you're yeah. done for like there's an Lady 18 year old there's an 18 year old right behind you yeah started two years earlier yeah and then had all the knowledge that we had already amassed and handed down 
And so it, it just it's just always the cycle. It's like you just never know. You know, so you just never know. Yeah, and that's why we should empower them, empowering the youth. Yeah, I love. Yeah, just with the power of our voice and just having the right conversations and direct the conversations that are being had. Yeah. You know, I was just talking to someone the other day. They were like TikTok. TikTok ain't gonna go away. No, fuck it's no. booming. It's the opposite. You know the opposite what I mean? Going away. If you yeah, were it over, is, yeah, yeah, it's, it's booming. That time Instagram. is over. It yeah. already, yeah, it would have yeah. already went away. Yeah, it's, it's here. <laughs> yeah, that's not. Yeah. If away. you don't like the content on there, then be a part of the content on there. Hello. Make the content exactly. that you want seen on there, and then it, it'll inspire other people because the majority of these reels are like remixes and re- inspired by X, Y, and Z. You know. Sure. Yeah, exactly. And so being just of what we're posting the kind of content that we're creating because and is a huge thing and that's another way of power of our voice it's more than just a voice our mm-hmm. social medias is insane yeah, the power yeah. that everyone has to just a, just ripple a mm-hmm. mindset yeah. pivot yeah, yeah. you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> be part of the solution not yes the wow exactly you know yeah but it's hard when we're on platforms like instagram and they censor our stuff yeah <laughs> yeah that too you know that's what's crazy about tiktok is they say like like china's got a totally different algorithm like they just say like all the fuck shit they won't let like the country see all the fuck shit and then in the u.s you got nothing but like what you're talking shit. about the fuck shit and all the remix but they get like educational videos yeah. they get like that's what i was um was was hearing about with the with that particular app and shit like that since they um develop it out there they just like won't let <laughs> let their people see They're like oh yeah some dumbass western fucking content creator <laughs> fucking talking about fucking lip injections it's uh <laughs> get him out of here that's sick sorry i digress <laughs> super personal i want to bring back about that like i want to bring back like propaganda like good propaganda yeah well yeah i mean right because it's all yeah, you hear you're all you of it is it. technically exactly. Propaganda, yeah, right? so to hear somebody say good propaganda so tight because so often it's associated with you know what I'm saying negative. Yeah, but that's just because it's, just you know, it's all propaganda, yeah. right? Yeah, but it's just to perpetuate something good and something yeah. tight in that ripple, right? It's the same ripple effect. If you you're trying to convince people and or persuade people into your way at all, that's propaganda. Are no you a brand? You're yeah, propagandating. Every, as soon as you try to sell them something, propagandating. Yeah, I don't know if that's a word, but I know, but yeah. I was yeah. like, wait, is that actually a word? Oh, no. I don't know. <laughs> it is now. Yeah, yeah, I went yeah. with it. I went with it. We got so many titles for this episode. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Never. Episode 26D, propagandating. <laughs> propagandating cultural <laughs> curator. Well, everybody's propagandating as a cultural curator. Everybody is a exactly. walk-in billboard. What you believe, what you speak, what you wear. wear. (laughs) We out here repping. Oh, you know what's hella funny about that? That that brings up, I always make fun of my girl for this. It's like, or just anybody. No, no, you make fun of your girlfriend. I get it. No, but anybody though. (laughs) If there's like a a particular thing that they won't like do because it's like a different brand than what they're used to. I'm just like... Mm. Are you like the salesman for fucking? Oh, I do that. Nike or something? Are you fucking? Yeah, like what are you doing? Here? Yeah, it'd be like that. You remember when I discovered the Russell? Yeah. Dude, People Russell's were asking me crazy fire. questions, bro. I'm walking around slapping the Russell CS1, bro. People asking me like, brother, does he pay you or something? Oh my god, does he give you money or something? I'm that's like, fucked bro, because you're just listening, yeah, bro. Just, that's I fucked just up. Fuck with this shit, let's Because I'm talking about people who were like. 
That's crazy. I used to make everybody that's in my car listen to like the EPs. Yeah, bro. When when something is powerful to you, you know what I'm saying? You just push you, it. You want it. to push it. You know what I mean? And 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 I know that's not what you were talking about. That's yeah. why I brought it up. Because but it's the same concept. Exactly. And so it's tight because it the propaganda could go the other way to where it's yeah. like, you know, somebody really ripples your mind to where it's like, damn, bro, you really changed the whole way that I was just operating in and my day really to day. Did. Like, I want to share this with somebody else yeah. And, yeah. and I want it to be just as impactful. And you really and very believe. seldom is it. Yeah. You know what I mean, at the, at the, at the highest level, they really have to experience it themselves. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Do. But you can lead them there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've for sure heard, I think, um, shout out, um, shout out yellow crack, shout out stacks. You know what I'm saying? She was one of the people who was like, you know, first like 12 times you showed me the Russell wasn't a huge fan. You know what I'm saying? But like went back on her own time. Yeah. Yeah. And like, Re kind of discovered it on her yeah. side, and then she's like, I fuck with bro, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, somebody that she sees as credible showed her something, and she was like, Okay, I'll give it a chance then. Yeah, and that's like the whole thing that, yeah. that every brand plays into is that like you catch one person, and that one person can help you catch the next person. Yeah. And, and it may not person. be me waving it in your face and yeah. playing it right here that gets you on board, but just planting that seed, yeah, you know anyway, for sure. Propaganda. <laughs> Propaganda. You hear me? Or yeah, advertisement. Which yeah. one is it? Yeah. yeah it's all the same, right? Yeah, it is the same. And that's also, also a reason why we should be really mindful of our beliefs, too, because we never know what we're projecting out there. And you might, you know, so it's like, yeah. that's why I try to be mindful about things if I, especially negative th things that I have. Okay. I, I try to always play devil's <laughs> advocate with myself. Mm. And that helps me be a more kind and empathetic person. <laughs> You know, yeah, sure. kind of thinking before you like spew out whatever it is that you initially thought type shit. Yeah, back to that proactive versus reactive. Yeah, mm -hmm. kind of mindset. Exactly. exactly. Take that second to think, yeah. instead yeah. of reacting. Yeah, tight. That's tight. Well, I wanted to ask something before uh, we get too deep. Too, uh, how was Spain? <laughs> Spain. Spain was Spain. Lit. How'd you even so, then explain how you got <laughs> yeah, there? Because like, it's fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> that shit was wild. So founder of Raw Papers, Josh, mm -hmm. he announced that he's playing um, Willy Wonka and he's listing a golden ticket to go yeah. to Spain for free to visit the Raw Factory. Type and yeah, I was like, and so all you had to do was it's just online sweepstakes between Instagram and TikTok, you submit a video sharing your story and um, and or a technique. And he hand selected 10 people of all these videos that were submitted. And I was one of the 10 people, Wild. which is pretty fucking insane. Yeah, I shared my story about uh, my partner and my dad passing and how cannabis helped me continue to move forward and just build a safe space community to just thrive. Mm -hmm. And I showed the smoking technique. I don't know what I'm talking about. Right? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, because that was a hit with, like, especially during COVID, that's when we started doing it. Yeah. Like, COVID was rough. My but, girl loves telling her friends and shit. She's like, look, my friend D showed me this. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, my cousin showed me that. I was mind blown. And see, that's a, in this whole full circle, him showing me that and me showing all these people that I smoke yeah, with, yeah. like that was a huge ripple, you know yeah. what I mean? Just sharing that sure. knowledge, just changing people's like everyday smoke sesh, like that's crazy. And, and we're helping people's health. Yeah. <laughs> Goes back to healthcare. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're just being, you know, responsible about it and just educating 
people, but back to Spain because I talk, I showed them how to do it in Spain too, and it was really cool. But um, I got selected as one of the ten people, got flown out there, and my favorite thing was being taken to old factory mills that used to be active in like way old days, and seeing that how like like how big of a process it was and how much harder it was and being seen going to his factory and seeing where technology has taken it today is like seeing that ripple effect through generations of knowledge being passed down so it can be efficient to it is now so that everyday consumers like us have a product to just literally just smoke yeah. you know what i mean it's literally a Paper is a part of a lot of people's lives, yeah. you know, whether it's smoking paper or toilet paper or writing paper or whatever the <laughs> fuck, you know yeah. what I mean? Just yeah. paper, period. Like, because yeah. these paper bills back then, I'm sure it wasn't for rolling paper. Yeah. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> you know what I mean? Nice. They just on the white thrash. Like, that's that really what it was. But we just, Somebody you know, looked at it and was like, hmm. Yeah, so exactly. <laughs> Somebody sat there and thought about it and thought about it like, yo, this yeah. is going to help a lot of people for a long time. And it's those things and those thoughts and those conversations that we want to have because, you know, we want to help do be a part of that ripple and sh- share that knowledge so that when the next generation comes up, they are more efficient and have all that knowledge passed down. It can The growth can be even quicker. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And now with technology and AI and shit, oh, it's going off. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. going off. Yeah. But it's knowing how to use it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. you can have all these ladders, but if they're laying on the ground, Oh, there's a good expression. Instantly um, refer refer to that shit as a tool. Yeah, yeah. that's just tight. And there's a good expression. It's um, it's um, you could be climbing the ladder, but then you could realize that you're um, that you're climbing on the wrong side. You put it on the wrong wall. Oh yeah. yeah see. Instead of it just being on the ground, you literally put it up. You did everything. You started climbing, and then you're like, oh shit, I'm on the wrong wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's crazy. Yeah. Nice. Fucking ladders. <laughs> so. Moving, moving forward as far as, um, you know, the short future, whatever, I don't, I don't really want to put a time period on it, but anything that, um, that we could be looking forward to from, from D or anything that we should be uh, looking out for? Yeah, you sh- you'll definitely see me out more. You know, um, we closed the pineapple store this mm-hmm. year. So I was like based in the pineapple store doing events out there for the past year, which is awesome. And I met a lot of cool people. But since we did close the store, that gives me the opportunity to go outside, support the homies and be popped up. So And so you'll definitely see me pulling up to Freestyle Friday. Um Together Art Live will have there. I know Bosworth is doing the um, suicide awareness walk. You'll see a pineapple out there. Yeah. <laughs> You'll just start seeing a, you know, a lot of more just spreading me outside. Um, it, is, it is near the holiday season too, so I definitely want to get some kind of fundraiser going. Um, I thought of a, I guess I'll drop it here. I want to do like a can drive. It says, yes, weed can. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, we can. Yeah, you know, and yeah. just like, yo, showing the the city that, you know, we are active and we can mobilize and there are a lot of us and we do care about can. the city just as much as you do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or, or more. Exactly. Or more, you know. Yes, we can. Or right. more. Right. Yeah, shit. That's it. Cool. Yeah. Shit. All right. Um, I want to ask the capper. The capper? The capper. Capper. Capper question. Uh, as far as um, you know, measuring success, 
Um, you got Kepa question at one. And then yeah, and you got to repeat for me. Yeah, uh, measuring success right now in in real time because obviously you know success changes and and our idea of it and perspective of it. But um, you know, looking at it from right now, um, a successful D. You know, what, what how does how is that defined? You know, how how do you get there? successful D, like a yeah. successful me. Like a successful you. What, how, what would what you, do you see success as? Yeah, yeah, what are those measuring sticks? Success for me, I'm <laughs> I'm thinking my as my I'm trying to be as healthy as human being possible. Not health. I, I lied. I take that back. I literally just ate like a fast food sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> healthy as in not just like that way, but you know, being able to do what brings me joy and other people's joy while still maintaining myself and well-being, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it regardless of how much money I'm making, it's regardless of whatever that may be, but it's like how fulfilling is it to my life? Because for me, I believe that everybody lives by their means. So it's regardless how much money you're going to make or how little money you're going to make, you're going to live by, you know, and continue to strive for more, always strive for more. And so successful for me is how many people can I collaborate with? How many people can I be able to help? Like if anybody were to ask me like, yo, do you know anybody who X, Y, Z? I want to be able to like, yeah, I do know somebody. (laughs) Like I do know somebody who you can help or somebody who can help you. Yeah, so I'm like that's yeah, so that's you know that makes me feel like I succeeded. The plug like, for real. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's that. That's that. Uh, your your network is your network type vibe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. literally, it is. Plugging everybody. It is. Yeah. Like it's it's amazing to be able to build bridges to connect people because you never know what can be made and like you know and it can help everyone around you and it's just yeah. If you do a good intention, what can go wrong? Yeah. True. Real life. Yeah. Real fucking life. I think, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the last question that I got for sure is, um, you know, if you were to see a younger you or or anybody younger, what's a, what piece of advice would you give young D right now? Don't give up. Just get up and just keep going. You know, you can wake up with a heavy-ass heart, a heavy, cloudy head with tears running down your face, but just get up. Wash your face and just keep going because there will be brighter days. And you going and the move you move in will help others keep moving too. And the line will just keep going. Fire. Talk about it. Come on. <laughs> Hell yeah. Team. I love it, man. Yeah. Appreciate you coming yeah. through. Dude. I got my song yeah. too. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. You already yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, you already know what's going on. It's well, look, thank you for letting us uh dive into your processes in your mind you know what i'm saying um let's uh let's push on a groundwork radio man let's get let's get some motherfucking vibes going to send the show out and uh thank you guys so much you hear me thank you guys so much i don't normally be having conversations like this talking about myself so it's cool (laughs) platform thank you yeah yeah. that's what it's it's about yeah yeah exactly damn bro it's like we do this shit together so you hear that we're on the same page (laughs) that's crazy (laughs) that's nuts oh yeah yeah man Real crazy, man. The fucking type of people that come into our lives, you know what I'm saying? We were just talking about that. Like we met at fucking at XL Smoke Shop, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Fucking hella crazy, Shout out bro. XL. Yeah. Shout out XL. Shout out Ryan, bro. Yeah. Oh,
God. For sure. Yeah. All, all the people who create and safe spaces for people to come together and do their thing and mm. be themselves, mm. you know, being able to be their piece of their puzzle and mm. just pulling people together. Just <laughs> no cap. <laughs> Not lying. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Everything you're saying is so factual. You know, I'm becoming halfway funny with the, in the background, but that's you're you're so factual though. That's all facts, gang. Tight. Oh yeah, bro. Thank you. Appreciate you. I mean, my feelings. I freaking love you guys. Y'all for real so hey, active. Hey, bro. Team shit, you hear me? So yeah. Team shit. Yeah, it's team shit. Mario not here to meet me today. Damn. I don't remember which one. Fucker. I know. Meet me. <laughs> Fucker. All right. Uh, groundwork radio, man. Let's get into it. Um, cheat code. I think you already look like you loaded up, bro. So why don't you? You want me to go? No, no. <laughs> you in there, brother? <laughs> All right, I'll go first. Then. We'll go right to left or something. Um, I'm gonna play. Uh, I'm gonna left field it because I like to use this. Uh, this section. You know, we do. We do it for different reasons. My my guy over here does the hustler shit. I fucking love all the the songs and shit. Uh, he I just my, he hates my choices. I'm weak. I don't hate your <laughs> choices, <laughs> bro. I'm just gonna do this guy crazy. <laughs> uh. But yeah, just just cool shit to get out of the box a little bit too. Um, I got a Nate Curry track. Uh, he had an album like what three months ago or something like that. I don't know what it was, but uh, I had meant to pull it up the other week, and I was like, I forgot what I was gonna pull up, so I ended up with the John Wan track. But uh, we're gonna play Paradise by Nate Curry. Cool little cool little vibe. So. Tuned in with 91.6 Groundwork Radio, Sacramento's finest underground, newest groundwork station. <laughs> that that song tight. was fire. Oh, yeah. That song was fire. Shout out to Curry, bro. Oh, my God. I feel yeah, like yeah. we was listening to the radio for real. Yeah, low key. Like, like on the thing. That's yeah. a radio basilo right there. 
Tight. I can hear that shit on the You Hear Me's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I need to go look into some sync money. I'm going oh, to yeah, get that up on some money. movies or something. We'll put it on the... Remember when, when Vault did that with John yes, Wilder shit? Just oh, put it my on life. Intro real quick. That shit was crazy, bro. Sean Nate Curry, bro. I'm going to go... I've listened to a lot of the music, and I think that... You said this is new? This is off the new album, yeah. I like that that's a lot. I, I haven't listened to any of the new yeah, stuff, like, so that's yeah, tight that. as fuck. Shout out, bro. Shout fire. out, bro, for real. Yeah, fire. Yeah. Who's next? Who you... You want to go? Yeah, you can tell me it or you can type it in, whatever you want. Um, Morning Asana. I think, I forgot who's it by. Morning, uh, like that? Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce that, so I, that's why I don't remember how to do it. How you spell it? L-O-N-D-R-E-L-L-E. Okay, Londrill. I think so. So, Morning Asana by Londrill. All right. This became my anthem. I start my mornings with breath and a yoga pose, filling my spirit with peace until it overflows. I start my mornings with breath and a yoga pose, filling my spirit with love until I overdose. Yeah. My eyes closed, I'm in child's pose I know life ain't perfect, but I smile though Count my breath, like five, four, two, one And ride slow, another day A new vinyasa, with every breath Releasing all my problems, all my chakras They so aligned, I'm so aligned I'm so divine Wake up in the morning and I celebrate Say my present and I meditate Wake up in the morning then I levitate Do a sauna, honey I'ma meditate Wake up in the morning and I celebrate Say my present and I meditate Wake up in the morning then I levitate Do a sauna, honey I'ma meditate Start my mornings with breath and self-analysis, giving thanks and gratitude to life and all of its challenges. So many dualities, but I know how to balance it. My heart is open. I'm in cobra pose. I lift my chest, inhale through my nose, exhale out my mouth and let it overflow. Practice asana, manifest your soul control. Another day. A new vinyasa, with every breath, releasing all my problems, all my chakras, they so aligned, I'm so aligned, I'm so divine. Wake up in the morning and I celebrate, say my present and I meditate, wake up in the morning then I levitate, do a sauna, honey I'ma meditate, wake up in the morning and I celebrate. Say my present and I meditate. Wake up in the morning, then I levitate. Do a sauna, honey, I'ma meditate. Ground yourself in the now. Plant your soul in the present. Anchor your mind to the breath. Be with the body, be with the body. 
That felt like a um, like a guided meditation. He's a, that, That's know, like my like, morning drive song, like to work. Like, I was right when I get in my car, like, okay, let's I'm pump me up that. to get to work right now. I was looking at that shit, and then I was looking at you, bro, and I literally what it looked like. And then I was looking at his artist bio, and it's literally one of the things it says is that he's a meditation coach. Oh, well, that's it's, it's literally intentional. Like he's doing that shit. That's fire. Wow. He probably like leads meditations. With that's fire. Like that. What's that song called? Morning, morning Asana. Asana. Morning, like the morning. Yeah. yeah. Morning Asana. That's a, so I found the song so powerful because it's like yeah. to be able to shift and direct someone's. Yeah. You know. I started paying attention to my breathing. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. what that's what I saw. <laughs> oh, this is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I see when I see music, I was like, dude, music is so powerful. Yeah. And like I said, it's for sure intentional. It literally says, yeah. Poet, intentional author, music is powerful. Entrepreneur, and then certified meditation coach. Yeah, he's tight. Fire. All right. Well, uh, <clears throat> I'm not going to lie. My, my first choice <clears throat> that I was going to slap was a kind of a dance song, but I feel like that's kind of what you started it on. Like that real, like, like, oh, I like wavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's I'm gonna do the same artist though. So oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's gonna be in house. Um, you know what I'm saying? Shout Acre. Um, so Acre just dropped this project. You know what I'm saying? The project's called Gradient. Um, producer tapes. It's got a whole bunch of tight artists on it. Um, the song I was gonna play, which I'm not gonna play, but I encourage you to go to check out. It's called Something in the Water. It's by Acre and Gabriel Cruz, aka G Cruising. Um, <laughs> the the vocals on it are pretty minimal. It's like a really like vibe eccentric song yeah. you know what okay, i'm saying okay, like okay, it's okay. super super yeah so super tight though go check it out if you're just looking to vibe something what i'm gonna do though is i'm gonna spin the whole shit and we're gonna do world on my shoulders by miles and acre oh. and this is the end you heard this one now this is the intro um there's damn near you I'm, i might be wrong but i don't even think there's an 808 or a bass I might be wrong <laughs> but it's like a real intro type vibe and bro is just talking that shit so shout out acre on the production uh miles on the verse world on my shoulders off of uh, Acre's new project, Gradient. Acre, you ready? Gee, Sean, sound like a voice from the past. Um, just checking on you. Wondered how hands you this weekend. Talk to you soon. Thanks. 
Shelly betting on me, waking heavy on me. Money come and go, so I ain't never stressing on it. You ask me, I seen it coming. I don't see no sense in front of it. I think I'm building something, but I done got so used to running. Found a dollar, I don't need to clutch it. Mama raised me right, but I'm still dogging all these different women. Still getting high without a budget. It's working, I don't need to touch it. I ain't in the handouts. If I hustle, I won't need for nothing. Happen to be here to turn my double cup. It's so disgusting. Honey with me, I could never ever cross my brother. Junkies fed me every single time my father couldn't. Shelly, baby, I did everything she said I shouldn't. I'm all right, but I still break down when I see your face. Pretty smiles from Maggie, get that gangster shit from Granny Bay. By 25, I had me something special if I keep the pace. Josiah and Ola bro gonna bag it every time he can't. I hope mine know I love her just in case she hate me. I got trauma in that closet that I'm still ashamed of. I'm so hungry, I want money more than being famous. Drake could probably bet some money, I ain't never changing. I smoke myself, take a hundred before I make a statement. Bro gonna turn this bitch to hell these niggas ever taken. Look in my eyes, could probably tell that I ain't been asleep. I know they gon' need it, I still pay for all my enemies. Devil stalking me, I hope I get them for they get to me. Drowning in my problems, how the fuck am I supposed to leave? What's the plan of being rich if all my niggas gone? Sometimes I wonder what the fuck I'm tasting chicken for. Dumping coating in my Sprite when I'm all alone. I out here with the whole world on my shoulders, what I'm supposed to do. Air's base, I was lying. tight vocals tight shout out to motherfucking movement you hear me Yo, check that, that shit out clean. well shit episode motherfucking 26 in the bag with a motherfucking goat you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I'm just another girl from Sacramento. Yeah. Nah, I mean that's tight. You know what I'm saying? You're you're, you're very humble, D. I think that's just really fucking dope. You know what I'm saying? But we're very excited to be a part of your journey. Super excited to see where it goes. Super excited to uh, run back episode two when time permits and when it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> definitely want to keep up with the journey and kind of how it progresses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I'm like excited just to see where this is gonna go. Yeah. You know, just knowing that. You have a solid support system and you're doing things for the right reasons with the right intent. It's just like only great things are going to happen. Right. Okay. That's amazing. True. True. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, I know uh, I shot Chico to text a few minutes ago and I asked him if we could get a VIP outro song because I really want to put on that G Cruising motherfucking Acre Dance song. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's looking green light, bro. Yeah, imagine if I said yeah and just fucking just played our or played our regular shit <laughs> in post when you're editing it. You just fucking take that track off and put our regular shit off. Like fuck, what are you talking about? You ever heard of fucking branding? Propagandating. Hell yeah, propagandating. Look, man, motherfucking episode twenty six, groundwork. You hear this? This is the same producer that just produced the last track. Whole different vibe. Same project. He's doing the groundwork, bro. Just like D. Groundwork episode 26. We love y'all. Chico, thank you so much for dealing with my shenanigans. <laughs> D, thank you so much for letting us chop it up with you. You hear me? A whole lot of motherfucking team shit. Thank you.
so much, y'all. Thank you for having me be here. Thanks for letting me pull up, rock with y'all, pivot gang. Pivot gang. We resilient out here. Resilient. Finding yeah. solutions. Come on, man. Ray Sell behind the camera. Not even a motherfucking cameraman. You know what I'm saying? He's going, <laughs> he going for a motherfucking artist of the year at the Grammys next year. He over here fucking doing the groundwork. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we love you, bro. Come on, man. We out.